0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio,
1: Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends. I'm so happy to be connecting with you for a while here today on Journey to Center. So how is life feeling for you right now? Are you like a lot of my friends and feeling a bit stressed out and overwhelmed? I know this has been the case for me for sure. Often when I feel stuck or overwhelmed, I like to clean up my closets. I don't know why, but it always seems to help. And it can be so helpful and a lot more fun to have a friend help us declutter and get clear when we're bogged down, clogged up and can no longer see the forest through the trees. And I have such a friend here with me here today. She has been a fellow host on Empower Radio and has now written a very concise, comprehensive, and oh-so-practical book that can help anyone who wants it declutter their lives physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So this show is for you if you'd like to create some sacred space and breathing room so you can enjoy greater clarity, more peace, greater happiness, balance, and a joy filled life. I'm so happy to have with us Corby Midland. Corby came from a completely medical family and has always been considered to be the different one. After two years of doing her best at an Ivy League university, Corby struck out on her own journey to search for joy and purpose on her own terms. And a bumpy journey it was. Corby experienced abuse, poverty, divorce, and life threatening illness. She also experienced different job titles and careers from being a professional actress, a television producer, a radio personality, an executive recruiter, and the power behind the throne for a number of high profile CEOs. Corby certainly knows the value of an examined life and now helps people all over the world as a beacon of manifestation and vision for her clients and readers. Today, Corby is living her life's purpose as an intuitive counselor, inspirational speaker, and the author of the new book, Clean out your life closet, take charge of your life, and love your journey. So, Corby, let's first with you educating me on how to say your last name perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um,
0: it's Mitleid, it's mit- like um, oh, I didn't even that person that lied, lied to me. Clothes. Um, yeah, Mitleid is a chosen last name. It means compassion in German, and it always reminds me why I'm doing my work.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that. Compassion and peace are two of my highest intentions and priorities. So that we're starting right there, I think is fantastic. And I read your book. So I know that you did not get, did not get to this place of compassion by somebody just telling you, be compassionate. You've had to go through quite the bumpy uh, experience life journey to get to where you are, do you want to start with a little bit about your backstory and why you wrote this book, how you came to being this, in this place of being a teacher and being so compassionate?
0: All right. I'm not going to give everybody the whole line of crazy, but <laughs> let's just say I have been through three bouts of breast cancer, two divorces. I'm now on a wonderful third marriage. Thank you, God. Uh, an extraordinarily dysfunctional family growing up. You know, when we come down here, uh, we have our chosen karmic challenges because karma is not carrot and stick. Uh, karma is five things. It's healing, it's contrast, it's um, healing of beliefs, service, and um, unbalanced energies. So I came down here really wanting to learn about how to value my self, value being in a woman's body and understanding what she's about, and and looking for truth and authenticity in my own life. Well, let's just say a thing happened when I was 16 with my very dysfunctional mother, alcoholic, cross-addicted with barbiturates. That was the crux point. I could have either decided, well, I'll prove she's completely wrong, stay a virgin until I was married and stay married. That would have meant my life like taking gut courses in college. Instead, I decided she must know lots of things about how horrible I am that I guess I don't realize. And I based my life on what she told me I was worth for the next 30 years. I call that deciding to take life as a double major plus lab. <laughs> you know, it's much rougher. <laughs> but on the other side... And this is part of living the examined life. If I hadn't gone through all of that, I wouldn't have the teaching tools that I've got. I wouldn't have the level of compassion for myself and others that I've mastered. Mm -hmm. So was it fun? No. Am I sorry? Not really. Because I love who I am now and what I get to
1: teach. Uh, It does take a long time, I think, to become who we are really meant to be.
0: No no short there are some people mm-hmm. yeah there are some people who know it instantly but most of us know in this very confusing world with too much information and, and too many things screaming at our at our heads for attention it does take us longer i think than it used to
1: well, and also, you know, one of my healers that helped me on my path, because I, I had a bumpy experience uh, on planet Earth this time, too, said that some people here are getting uh, they're, they're in second grade. Some are going to kindergarten, making messes. Other people are getting their master's degree or Ph.D. So just knowing what I know of you, you're going for that higher education.
0: There is. um there are all kinds of systems. A system that I really love is the Michael system. This is not Archangel Michael, but a causal entity. Mm-hmm. started out in California maybe 30 years ago. And they say that there are seven levels, um, infant, baby, young, mature, old, enlightened. And I've always thought I'm flipping from mature to old this time and just getting my uh, master's degree finished so that I can start the PhD. So I'm totally in agreement with you there.
1: Oh, I love that. I haven't heard that school of thought, but it really resonates. That feels pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yeah you can't tell sometimes from the outside looking in where people are at but you know I think when we look backward at our path it's like oh yeah yeah I'm definitely going for this this higher education and and I really appreciate and respect everything you've been through and now how you are so uh, generously sharing uh, your wisdom because it has been hard earned for sure but you are so wise your book is very comprehensive it takes a, it it takes um really uh enlightened concepts and makes it very uh digestible.
0: Very thank you. I've
1: always I've always
0: thought I was a good rookie teacher. Uh there are people like my dear friend Stacy Wells. Uh, she was one of the other mediums with me in Robert Schwartz's books. And she teaches the very high level esoteric work. And that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And she's brilliant. But there are people who wander in to a psychic expo and they're like deer in the headlights. Mm -hmm. So my specialty is, A, getting them to laugh, because then their shield's lower and the information gets in, and giving it to them in understandable, everyday bites. When I started to write the book, because for years it had been, oh, what do I have to say that hasn't already been said? And yet everyone would always say to me, oh, you should write a book. (laughs) Um, I said (laughs) last year, let me try this. I had 12 ideas, and I was going to write a um, weekly blog on Fire Through Spirit, which is my Facebook page. And within half of the year, I looked back and realized that was actually three books, and I'd already gotten the first one done. So that was how – Clean Out Your Life Closet was created. And it's how we'll do volumes two and three in the series. The big reboot, which is now I've cleaned out my closet. So what am I going to put back in it and be your own masterpiece, which is I cleaned it out. I loaded it. Now what do I want to create with it? So it'll be a trilogy called The Self-Development Project.
1: Mm, That's fantastic. I'm excited. I can't wait to get you back on to yes, enjoy you now. Got to write them. So much good stuff here. Oh well, there's that <laughs> minor detail. <laughs> yeah, and I know you're yes, gonna. Yes. So a couple of things you say that I think are really interesting. You say too many self-help books tell you what to do to change your life without your input, so that doesn't really work. We need to be really involved in the process if it's going to make a difference in our lives. We
0: do. Um, we. I. I would pay any amount of money, I'd make a bet. Every one of your listeners has anywhere between twelve and a hundred self help books on their shelves that they bought because it really looked great. And I got about fourteen pages in it and I went, Oh God, this is not me. And it sits there. Mm. So when I was writing this, I said, I've done that from when I was a teenager, trying to be thin, sexy and dateable, to now I'm trying to be, you know, thin, sexy and wonderfully married post menopause and everything in between. <laughs> So I said, how can I make a book where everybody gets to play? Yes. So I came up with the idea of something that I call the adventure pages.
1: Mm-hmm. At the
0: That's end a of a chapter, mm-hmm. I mean, you read the chapter, you got to do that, guys. But then there's space for you to make the book just yours. Um, I ask you questions like, um, what was your personal definity, uh, definition of clarity? Any changes? Have you been able to find clarity on your own? How? What ideas in this chapter went ping for you? Then you choose three things that you wanna take from the chapter and put to use right now. And the last thing is your invention page, where you write down those three arrows on a blank sheet and you draw or collage or otherwise illustrate what your personal card would look like for that chapter. Notice there are no right or wrong answers at all, but there are 16 chapters 16 sets of adventure and invention pages. When you finish that book, you have, in essence, created your own cliff notes, your own directed value of that book, so that even if you lend it to four of your friends, it's not their book. It's yours, mm-hmm. because you have infused it with your own life experience and what's important to you. So, that's yes, what that's what I valuable. love about I it. It's,
1: right. Yes it's um, very interactive. It is. It's very personal. It's very, uh, it turns people inward to become more introspective and know themselves better, which I think is so important. And you say that too. The only person who really needs to know what you need is you. That's right. We have learned not to trust ourselves
0: anymore. We go to the guru and say, tell me what I need to do. But that's like people to come to me and say, what's my life purpose? If I look at you and say, spirit says you should be an electrical engineer, and for you, one and one is three on alternate Tuesdays, not going to work. So this way, it's not a matter of somebody else telling you, it's a matter of you owning yourself and understanding that's perfect. There's nothing wrong with you and nothing ever was.
1: That's so true. And, and what I really loved about this so much was that it inspires, what inspired me to know bro- more about me and take my own personal journey. And I really think that that's so true. It's like, we're all aspects of the infinite to know ourselves as a, this aspect of the infinite to, to this creative, um, unique, incredible energy. Nothing was wrong with us. Nothing is wrong with us. It's a gift to unwrap. And I think your book mm-hmm. really helps, can help people do that.
0: Thank you. Um, I teach them, Asking a question is wonderful. Um, there are three questions that I always ask myself, learned it from the Option Institute 35 years ago. What am I unhappy about? Why am I unhappy about that? And what do I think would happen if I stopped being unhappy about that? You can change <laughs> the word unhappy to depressed or angry or fearful, but we knee jerk our reaction so much. We never look at that third question. What happens If I change, when we give ourselves permission to make that change, the world shifts.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, to go a little deeper and unravel that from the bottom up. And it really does change our life from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Ah, And it helps us
0: believe it when other people say they love us. How many times do we push people away because they can't really love us? We don't love ourselves, so we don't believe them. And we wonder why we're lonely. When we learn what we're, how how we're truly valuable, we can accept that love in and believe it. And oh, life gets so much
1: better. Oh my gosh, isn't that true? Because I really believe we attract what we believe we deserve, not on the conscious level, but the subconscious level. So if we don't believe we're lovable, there's no way anybody can reflect that to us where we're going to see it. So yes, as we change percent. yes, everything Mm -hmm. will change outwardly. So I just love what you're saying and I agree. So something you wrote about that I want to explore a little bit more that I think is super fun to consider is that Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you talk about um, looking at our life from a Martian perspective. And I love that because I've never felt like I was really from planet Earth. So can you talk a little bit more about what that means? Yes,
0: I love the idea of Martian perspective. And no, guys, we're not talking about the guy uh, from Luna. Tunes with a fuller brush on his head and the sneakers. <laughs> Martian perspective is the idea that we come into something like we're from a different planet. Here's a classic example. Somebody is sitting in front of me and there are tears running down their face. I might say, why are you crying? And I could be wrong. A Martian would look at this person and say, why is there water coming from your eyes? And the Martian would be right because he's only asking about what he sees Maybe the person has allergies, maybe the person has a bum contact lens, or maybe there's an emotional basis because he is only into joyful, no-holds-barred exploration, he'll more likely get a correct answer than I will. So when we look at things from a Martian perspective, we simply ask about what we see. We are totally okay with whatever the answer is, which gives us more room to move, shift, change, and shape the situation As we need to.
1: Mm, That's interesting. So now why do you think, Corby, that Martian curiosity is also necessary on our path and in our self-healing?
0: If we don't look at a situation that we are in and say, what is really in this? We get stuck in self-judgment. We get stuck in old patterns. For instance, when... I was told a year and a half into my current marriage that I was going to be uh, needing a double mastectomy, My, my ovaries out. And I was going from a Dolly Parton figure, had a high school boy's libido, to a fire plug in shape so internally damaged that a normal marital life was going to be impossible and the effects would be permanent the way I was shown I should react is grief and fear and anger and all of that. But instead I said, what do I really want? Regardless of what this is, what do I want? I want to keep my marriage. I want to stay happy and I want to be able to get through this. So I immediately said, great. Where is happy in this? And I didn't care how stupid the answer sounded. So I came up with three. Number one, you don't have them. You can't get cancer there. That's good. Number two, the top half is not going to get slammed in the refrigerator door at the doctors every year. And every woman listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Third, perky till I'm 93 because implants don't sag. Okay. Were they ridiculous? Yes, they were. But because of that mindset and because of saying, this is what I have to go through. Let's see how we can do it. Got out of the hospital in three days, shopped for a bathing suit in five. They hadn't seen That fast to recover at Mass General in 15 years. And I'm now 13 years out, completely clear, still happily married, doing my work and loving it and teaching with what happened. If I, I had been in the pity party and convinced that nothing would work, might not even be here now.
1: That's so true. Our mindset can really determine um, the direction we go in our lives and what we attract and manifest. So what I love about what you're saying right here was that you just did not uh, go to that place of pity party victimhood for very long. You immediately stepped into, okay, what is positive about this? I always say, what's your soul trying to learn? What is? How can you look at this in a way that is uh, the first the lens, the prescription lens of of positivity. So it sounds like you did that Mm -hmm. right away. And I'm absolutely confident you're right. It changed the trajectory of your life. It does. Now, I have
0: to say, I gave myself 24 hours to fall apart Mm -hmm. because that's normal. But once you've done that, hitch up your britches and what's next?
1: (laughs) And now, Let's move on with this in a more positive way. So another, I think that's I yes. think that's really good advice, too. Let yourself cry your tears. I, I think that that's important to let those up and out or feel whatever your feelings are. But then let's regroup. Let's um, center. Let's set our intentions. And how do we want to move forward? So I mm-hmm. love that. So something else you talk about that I think is quite interesting is... Um, The topic of stress, most people say, oh, stress is bad. Stress is bad. But you say it's not all bad. So can you talk more about that?
0: Sure. Sometimes we need stress. And it's called eustress, E-U-stress. And that's things energy that gets triggered when we've got a challenge to meet, uh, when you've got to have motivation to get to a goal, when you're doing a job interview, when you're auditioning for a play, when you're in a sports thing. That way, it's really the adrenaline pops, you organize faster, you concentrate more sharply, you get to the goal line. It becomes bad stress when it is constant and there's no let up. You know, adrenal fatigue, is one of the biggest things these days that we never used to have 50, 60 years ago, but that's a matter of chronic stress.
1: Yes, I I had that myself. So what do we do when we have chronic stress and we can't seem to make it go away? What are some tips you might have for those of us that struggle with that?
0: Well, I have some instant stress busters. (laughs) I will get up and move.
1: Uh
0: Yep. I get up and move, jump up and down. I, you know, if I'm really foggy brained, I'll, Go into the kitchen. I'll open and close every cabinet door. The cats think it's fascinating. We all play. Um, (laughs) I breathe. Uh, Dr. Andrew Weil has something called a four, seven, eight breath. That's a relaxing breath. I grab my fur people. I have three Maine coons and they are three big armfuls. And when you've got this squirmy fur and purr in your arms, everything else goes away. (laughs) Uh, Meditation. um, Even if it's just for a moment or two, uh, I've, got a friend who's done a great book, Cindy Griffith-Bennett, Soul Soothers, Mini Meditations for Busy Lives. You can take three minutes to meditate. Go for something warm like tea or cocoa. Hug yourself. So often, we just need someone to hang on to. Well, we can hang on to ourselves. Find music that works for you, but importantly, set your boundaries. You Mm -hmm. can't work 24-7. You're Mm -hmm. not built that way. You've got to find A time to
1: breathe. Mm. Balance. Mm -hmm. That's not easy to attain. I used to think, oh, busy is good. Busy is better than bored. But you know what? Balance is better than both of those things.
0: They are. They are. When you keep yourself so busy, when things slow down, you panic. There's something I should be doing. So you poison that downtime. You've got to accept you need some of both.
1: That's so true. I was funny. I was meditating the other day. It's like, oh, nothing's happening. Oh, I guess it must be time to relax. Permission to relax granted. Mm -hmm. I was so relieved. (laughs) That feels fantastic. I love that. All right, Corby, we have four minutes left and now I want you to give, Mm -hmm. I want you to give people um, the information about where they can connect with you because I know you don't just write books. You also do private sessions, right?
0: I do private sessions. I do workshops. I'm at uh, psychic expos. I'm a busy girl. So, <laughs> places you can find me. Number one, my website, corbymitlide.com. Where you can find me on Facebook, Fire Through Spirit, the name of my old Empower radio show. Where you can find the book on the web? Well, as of today, ta da! You can buy it on Amazon either as a paperback or Kindle, or you can go to cleanoutyourlifecloset.com. There's a place where, if you'd like to run a little taste test, you can download the first chapter free, and it also has places where you can uh, go right to Amazon and order it. So I'm all over the web, kids.
1: I love that about you. And you are so much fun. I, I think that this is so great. And I'm super excited that you said yes to another show with me next week because there's so much more I want to get into with you. I'll Absolutely. take notes. This is some good stuff. Yes, ma'am. So um, I do have another quick question because we have another minute here. So if people go through your book, do you feel they will make this instantaneous change? Does their lives change automatically? What can they expect as they participate in this experience called your book? It's not a matter of instantaneous.
0: However you change is enough. Change builds on itself. Can you change in an instant? You bet but you're not wrong if you don't. Mm. Take your time. Just enjoy the process, guys. It's all you need to do.
1: Oh my gosh, you're so right. I got that so clearly. It, it's about relaxing, enjoying the journey. You know, we're not here to, to do anything perfectly. We're here to really just enjoy the journey. So I, I love everything you talk about, everything you teach about. You're so much fun and so wise. Your deliveries entertaining and <laughs> amusing and right you're just right on
0: <laughs> you're very kind
1: <laughs> I I like to be kind it's, it's my natural shape so yes I think it's so important to know ourselves like ourselves love ourselves be ourselves celebrate ourselves and I love your authentic shape Corby and to my listeners I'm so appreciative that you're here I have so much fun doing this show it makes it even more fun that I'm getting to dance and celebrate with you. I'd love for you to be in touch with me with any thoughts, feelings, ideas, anything I can do to support you on your journey. You can go to Tammy B. Ph.D. and get my um, book and guided meditation. And I want to know what you think. What do you think of Corby? Isn't she cool? Aren't you excited we get to have her for another show? So, um... Corby, any final words of wisdom you want to share with our guests as we leave the show, as we put a bow on it? Yes.
0: Clean out your life closet means you have permission to get rid of everything in your life that's busted that you'll never fix, that you've outgrown and was never you in the first place. Go put it on the celestial sales rack and kiss it goodbye.
1: (laughs) You are so cute. Yeah, make space for what you really, really want. Because I think we can have that enjoyable life of all things that we want. But first, we have to get rid of what we don't want. So, great wisdom, Corby. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you to my beautiful guests. Thank you, Remy. You're just a masterful producer. I appreciate you immensely. God bless you. Take care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now.